Hey guys, I am just coming at you right before we dive into this interview to let you know that the doors are officially open for Scale Your Sales. This program is the business building program that you have been waiting for. It walks you through all of the pieces of building a profitable and successful business from branding and shipping and pricing and financials and taxes and SEO and Pinterest and everything that you need. It is truly a one-stop shop in terms of really mastering the business of an, being an Etsy shop owner and then continuing to grow and scale that business even beyond what you think you can handle right now. I hope that you will check that out. Come to scaleyouretsysales.com and you can see all the details of the program, what it entails, what it includes, and how you can join the program and become a student. I would love to see you inside and I hope that you will check that out, scaleyouretsysales.com. All right, let's talk to Liz. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Chichings. My name hey is friends, Lauren Keplinger, you're and I am Chichings, that you are back where we to talk about to all aspects of running a handmade Today on the podcast, I have for you Liz Winkler to tell us all about what I'm she has been doing in her shop and for so excited the past started. few months. Let's jump right in. Liz joined my SEO Superstars program back in September, and that program is now a part of my Scale Your Sales program. So she has been learning with me and growing her shop and uh, doing her thing for a little while now. So I am excited to have her share her story, have her talk about what she's done, what she's built, and where she's going with it. Welcome, Liz, and thank you so much for coming today. Hey, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm excited to dive in. So give people a little backstory on what you do, what you've been selling on Etsy, how long you've been on Etsy, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. So I have actually been on Etsy for three years. I think I opened my shop in 2017. And I kind of started just wanted to sell a few hobby things and nothing really took off. But I wasn't super dedicated to it. So I actually put my shop on vacation mode. And then in the fall, in November of 2019, I reopened my shop and I started selling wooden signs. And they're great signs for the DIYers in this world. So I wanted to kind of tap into that. And it kind of worked. I started researching a lot more on SEO and what it actually takes to sell on Etsy, which I hadn't done when I first opened my shop back in 2017. So I started doing a lot of research and just trying to figure out what will actually work. I had my daughter in 2018. And so through 2019, I was just trying to figure out like what hobbies I can have and what I can do at home. I don't like being bored. So I wanted something to do, even though I was being a stay-at-home mom. So that's kind of where my desire to reopen my Etsy shop took off. And yeah, that's kind of where it all started. So I've been selling on Etsy consistently for over a year now, which is really crazy to me. 
It feels like I just started yesterday. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's funny that you mention like the timeline because there's so much of that that I can relate to. So, you know, when people say like, I was a stay at home mom and I was bored and you're like, I mean, not bored because you're like busy, but at right. the same time, kind of like also bored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a weird in between. Yeah, 100%. I wanted something to do. And I don't know, this just seemed like a good avenue to go down. And when I really learned how to sell on Etsy or what actually will work, I realized like, oh, this is actually possible because being a stay-at-home mom was something I always wanted to do when I had kids. And I, I had a nine-to-five corporate job before. And so working was just in me. Like I've had a job since I was like 16, I think. So it was really hard for me to just stay at home and all of a sudden not like have a job or feel like I'm contributing financially, which my husband assured me is totally fine. But I just, yeah, just having one child, I felt like I still had plenty of time that I could do something with. Yeah, totally. So you decided to dive into the signs. Was that what you started with in 2019 when you opened back up again? Yes. Yeah, I started with the signs in 2019. And it was actually my husband's idea, which is really crazy. But I kind of spun it into my idea. Like he kind of was like, Oh, you could try this because he knew I was looking for something to do. I was like, Oh, that's a great idea. I love that but how can I make it into something that I really like and that I'm excited about? So yeah, it just kind of went from there. Yeah, cool. So talk to me about kind of how that went for you once you got up and running and I guess kind of the time frame in between when you opened back up in 2019 and when you joined the program in 2020. Sure. So I opened back up in November of 2019 and then I joined the program in September of 2020. I started when I first opened my shop, it was right before Christmas. And so I tried to add a couple ornaments and stuff because I could laser cut those. And unfortunately, I was a little too late, which was okay. But then right when COVID really hit, ironically, is when my shop actually took off. I had a hello and a welcome sign that just sold like crazy in April and May of 2020. And they were bestseller items for quite a while. And I just sold like a lot of those and I was really excited about it. But then the summer came and things really slowed down and I got really nervous that I just had like two items that just kind of took off. And since they just sold over and over, it felt like they were being promoted by Etsy more, which was great. But I also wanted the rest of my shop to do that well. And so it was really slow over the summer and I started just trying to figure out like if the rest of my SEO just isn't that good since I had just primarily sold those two items earlier in the year. And so that's kind of what made me join SEO Superstars because I just want to make sure I am doing my SEO correctly across the board and not just for those two items. But I think just because it was COVID and my signs are for DIYers, it really People were looking for stuff they could do themselves and they were wanting to support small Etsy shops and all that working together really helped me out to get started, which is really ironic because when COVID started, I told myself, oh, don't expect anything because I literally, I think I had 12 orders in March of 2020 and in April of 2020, I had like a hundred. Oh, wow. So yeah, it was crazy. I was not expecting it whatsoever. 
so yeah, that's kind of what led up to me deciding to join SEO Superstars in September of 2020. Awesome. And I saw that you just celebrated a thousand sales the other day, although I just looked at your shop and you have kept on going since then. So that is super exciting. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. When I reopened my shop, I honestly was just like, hey, I mean, we'll just see what happens. I'll put work into it and see where it goes. Obviously, being a stay-at-home mom is my first priority. And so I only work when my daughter is sleeping, so either early in the morning or during nap time. And it works really well so far. But yeah, it's really crazy to me that I've hit a thousand sales in my shop. And I should probably say too, when I reopened my shop in 2019, I think I had like maybe 10 sales from like previous things or friends had bought from me and whatever. Yeah, I didn't have like 100 sales when I started again. Yeah, that's awesome. So I kind of want to lean into that a little bit because sometimes I hear from people, I actually hear this a lot, where people are kind of split between like some people who will say, I'm nervous that nothing's going to sell. And then other people will say, I'm afraid I'll be too successful. And I think that, you know, you in saying what I just heard you say, which is being a stay home mom is my first priority. Mm -hmm. However, you still have this like successful side business that is working around the rest of your life. Yes. Being a stay at home mom is something that I've always wanted to be a stay at home mom. And when I became pregnant and then I quit my job about a month before my daughter was born in November of 2018, I quickly realized, like I mentioned earlier, that I have a lot of time on my hand with one child and she sleeps really good and she was just a really good baby. So that was a huge blessing and helped a lot. But I really wanted to make sure that that could be my priority and just being a wife and a mom would stay at the top. My husband really helped me figure out how I can do this because when I got really busy in April of 2020, I was working late nights and I work until, you know, two or three o'clock in the morning. And then I get up at six o'clock or seven o'clock with my daughter and I am not um, the happiest person when I don't get enough. (laughs) (laughs) And so after about two or three weeks, my husband's like, hey, I'm sorry, but this isn't working very well. We need to try to figure out how we can make this work for our family. And that's when he suggested that he's like, why don't you try for a week or two to wake up early in the morning when I go to work and work for a couple hours until our daughter wakes up. And then you could, you know, you're getting a full night of sleep and you can be up with her until her naps and stuff. And so I started that and it worked really well. And I, that's what I've been doing ever since. And I really, I wouldn't have been able to do this by myself, like his support and just his encouragement in it has really helped me to be successful. Because yeah, I I certainly couldn't do it without his support. Absolutely. And I think like, from my own experience, like some of the best changes that I have made in order to be able to streamline my shop and like really be able to make it more strategic, I guess, Mm -hmm. and not as much time have come from my husband. Although... (laughs) I would probably never admit that to him, (laughs) but sometimes somebody else having that outside perspective is so nice to be able to say, Hey, like, have you ever thought about maybe doing something different? (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I have, I would say the exact same thing because I make these wooden word signs. And so like my father-in-law has a business and they have lasers and stuff. And this is kind of where the idea came from. 
I could do laser cut wood items. And because we have a family business that we can utilize in order to cut these, it makes it really easy because I actually just cut my stuff there and like their employees cut it for me and I'm like one of their customers. And so it works really well. And for a while I was cutting signs every day of the week and then shipping signs the next day to try to keep my turnaround time really good and everything. And my husband was like, Hey, like you're so busy. We have customers that will actually, you know, have set days where we run products for them. He's like, you should talk to the girl that takes care of the laser and see if you can do the same thing. And so I started doing that. I cut signs on Mondays and Thursdays and it just streamlined my process so much. And all of a sudden I was like, man, like I'm so slow. I'm not working a lot. Like what's going on? Like, why are my sales dropping? And this was in May. And I, in May, I had like 150 orders compared to April, but I was working way less because I was streamlining my process better. Yeah. Once again, it was his idea. And he was just like, Hey, why don't you try this and see how it works? And it worked really well. I work less and I'm doing the same amount of work as I was doing before. Yeah. That's also one reason why I really try to encourage people to write down goals and have like tangible goals that they're going towards. Because I think that sometimes in the weeds of it, like you said, you feel like, well, my shop is really slow, but actually it's just that you've made these decisions that are making your time spend a lot more valuable. (laughs) And so it's not really that you're slow. It's that you're accomplishing more in the amount of time that you have. So to have you know, tangible things that you're working towards, like X amount of sales or X amount of revenue makes that a little bit more quantifiable versus just I feel busy or I feel slow or whatever. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is, I felt like when I was so busy just doing stuff, I would find myself working on stuff that wasn't really necessary and just those filler things. Whereas once I figure out like, okay, if I'm actually going to be busy like this consistently, I need to streamline, but also I need to prioritize correctly. And so sometimes that looks like just making a list of things that are priority for this week and what do I have to get done. And it really helps me to stay on task and helps me to stay focused. Totally. And I'm sometimes, a huge fan of list making. <laughs> yes, 100. Sometimes it's like I just recently, like when I came back from Christmas break, I was like, man, I, I just feel like my brain is all over the place and I don't know what needs done. Like, I want to get new stuff out there for spring and Easter and start working on some of that stuff. But I was like, if I'm busy with orders, how am I going to fit this in? Because I was trying to catch up from Christmas. I took like a week off between Christmas and New Year's and, but I still kept my shop open. So I was still getting orders, but just making a dump list to just dump everything on and then prioritize from there has really been helpful for me to streamline better and just stay on task and stay focused. Yeah, totally. So all of this was kind of happening in through the summer. And, you know, so now in the time frame that we're talking about, it's like last year, summertime, middle of COVID. (laughs) So what, you know, in thinking about when you joined the program, which SEO Superstars is encompassed within Scale Your Sales now, so it's not its own thing. But when you joined SEO Superstars, what made you decide to do that? Like, What was happening in your business that made you decide to take that leap? Well, quite honestly, I panicked a little bit last um, like August and September because my sales dropped so much. And I was just like trying to figure out what was going on. And 
I knew that the summer, a lot of people say it's like that summer lull and it's just slow. And so I gave it through that time, but I was expecting it to pick back up in August and September. But then with schools, you know, doing online school and a lot of stuff like that, I felt like it, nobody really knew what to expect with 2020. Let's be real. But I just, I kind of panicked. I was like, man, maybe there's part of SEO that I'm forgetting, or maybe I just need to do, you know, have a fresh set of eyes or something to help me, you know, get back on track because I didn't want sales to just drop off and not pick up again. I was kind of scared about that. And so that's when I decided I'm going to purchase SEO superstars and go through the program and just see if there's anything that I'm not doing that I should be doing. Because I just thought, well, maybe I just lost my touch or something. I didn't know. And because I had two items specifically that really skyrocketed my business in the spring, I was scared that maybe that was all that was you know, bringing the traffic to my shop. And maybe my SEO wasn't actually that good because I felt like because those two items took off in the spring, that's where most of my revenue was coming from. And so... I just wanted to try to make sure that I was doing everything that I could to get my products in front of customers. Yeah, that's always kind of a, I mean, it's like good because you're celebrating the sales that you have, but it's also kind of scary to feel like all of my revenue is coming from this two items or a handful of items or whatever. And so what happens if people decide that they don't want them anymore? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yes. And that's exactly where I was at. So talk to me about your shop moving from, you know, the fall into now. How are you feeling moving into 2021? Finally, I think that you summed up 2020 exactly in saying like, nobody really knew what to expect. And, you know, through all, I mean, since COVID started, really, it's been difficult, even for me as the teacher or whatever of about Etsy, just to say, well, typically... (laughs) In the fall, once the kids go back to school, this is the pattern that we see. However, this year is different. And, you know, typically at Christmas time, this is what we experience, but this year is different. Like it's been kind of a hard, I mean, obviously it's been a hard like year for a lot of different reasons, but, you know, moving forward into 2021, what are you kind of, what's your plan? My plan is to keep going. When I went through the course, I realized that, you know what? I mean, my SEO is pretty good. Like, yeah, I can go through and update some of my listings that maybe haven't sold and, you know, see if I can tweak anything and see if things are better. But I just kind of kept going. And that's kind of my plan for 2021. Like, I'm pretty happy with where my business is at right now. I do want to keep increasing revenue. Like, that's all of our goals, right? Or most of us, anyways, (laughs) I would hope so. But I feel pretty good with where I'm at. And I think the main thing is just I want to keep adding more products to my shop, which will increase my revenue, hopefully, and the chances of getting found in Etsy and just adding more items that my customers that I already have will hopefully want to use for different seasons and different projects they have going on. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I just want to kind of keep moving up on the graph. I don't know what the right word is I'm looking for, but. Yeah, just kind of keep going forward because I feel like it's going really well. And the other thing that was huge for me was so, like in the spring last year, my prices were okay and I was making money, but I realized that I could be selling my stuff at a little bit of a higher price. And the crazy part was that to me was that in the second quarter of last year, I had the most orders out of any quarter. 
And yet I think I made the most money in the last quarter. And really? that was because I raised my prices a little bit after I did the SEO course. So going into this year, I'm feeling really good about where that's at. So the biggest thing for me is just going to be adding more stuff to my shop and just keep getting things out on time and having great customer service and all of those things. Yeah. And I do want to just kind of, I guess, circle back around again. But when you filled out the form to be a guest on the podcast, one thing that I guess drew me to it. And, you know, I mean, you and I have talked back and forth in the Facebook group and everything for students, but is that there is really for you a, so something that I struggle with, I guess, as the person that people look to for answers (laughs) is that I never want anyone to feel like I am projecting onto you the goals that you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. striving after. Mm -hmm or that everybody's goals have to be the same, or that the goal is to become like this, like mogul. (laughs) I mean, that can be your goal. And that's awesome. But it definitely doesn't have to be. And it also doesn't have to be right now, but could be in the future, you know, like these things are fluid. And I think that parenting has taught me that more than anything ever. (laughs) Because when I started my business, like I was in exactly the same position as you, although it sounds like your husband was a little more supportive than mine was, <laughs> although he's very supportive now. So if he's listening, That's props great. to him. But you know, like I had the the nap time thing in the early mornings and the late nights and trying to figure out how that worked. And I never, ever set out to create a full-time job at all. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of did develop into that. And as my kids got a little bit older, I was okay with that. And now, you know, three out of four of my kids are school age, and then I have the baby. But, (laughs) you know, so it's like it's shifted throughout seasons of life. So I don't know, I don't don't really have a point here. But (laughs) it's more just that I like, feel that because I guess I see it so much. I mean, I see it so much everywhere. But I think that as women and as mothers and everything, we're bombarded all the time with this message of like, if you're a stay at home mom, why aren't you doing more? Why aren't you bringing in money? Why aren't you know, where is your value? Right. And I mean, you know, I like to have my own thing. And I like to bring in money and all of those things too. But it doesn't have to be just more, more, more all the time. Like it can be okay to say, my goal is 500 bucks a month. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to do more than that. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I would agree with you 100%. I feel like there is this stigma around being a stay-at-home mom where people just feel like, oh, we don't do anything and why aren't you working or why don't you? And I have plenty of friends who are stay-at-home moms and that's all they do and that's their primary focus. And I think that's great. I think there's a place for that. But then I also know moms who work and that's also great. I think the thing for me personally I love working. I have worked since I was 16 years old. I have that work ethic in me and business is something that I've always loved. I love numbers. I love small business. And so it's something that I am passionate about, probably more so even than creating a product, to be honest. So that's something that was once I got out of that corporate world and decided to be at stay at home, it was really hard for me to let go of that. But the big thing for me is just, yeah, I want to prioritize being a mom and a wife, but I also find that having my own thing to do 
really helps me to not go insane. And that might sound <laughs> crazy to some people, but because I like to stay busy and I like to have my own creative outlet and something to do, it's really helped me to, yeah, just focus on the things that are important. And once again, it's prioritizing correctly. So for me, prioritizing being a mom and a wife and If we do have more children down the road, this is something my husband and I have discussed many times is what will happen with my Etsy shop? What will we do? And it's one of those things where I'm going to keep growing it for now. Yeah, I think about the fact like, what if I get too busy? I literally got like 20 orders over this past weekend. And I told my husband, oh my goodness, like if this would become a normal, we would have to do a couple things potentially just so that I have enough time to work and still be able to stay at home. And he always says, Oh, don't worry about it. Like if we get to that place, we'll figure it out and we'll work together and we'll do what makes sense for our family. Yeah. So I think just knowing what is priority to you and then keeping that at the top of the list and working down from there has been really helpful for us as a couple. And for me, as I run my business, I think that you make a really good point there that that is something that a lot of people get kind of overwhelmed about. Like what, you know, like you said, what happens if this becomes a regular thing? What if you had 20 orders every single day? But as your husband said, like there's usually a lot of steps in between right now and that happening (laughs) and everywhere along the way you can adjust. And, you know, for most people, and this is also why, when I teach people, I really, really encourage people to look at it for the long haul versus mm-hmm. like, you know, I worked on my SEO a week ago, and it's not working yet. Right. And I'm like, you have to have this long haul mentality. Because honestly, if it worked overnight, it would be so overwhelming for most people, and you wouldn't really be able to handle it. And when you have kind of steady growth along the way that builds on itself, it gives you the opportunity to figure out how that's going to work in your life and to make the changes that you need to make along the way in kind of small incremental pieces, instead of just being like, one day I'm working, you know, two days a week for two hours. And then the next day I'm working 80 hours a week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There have been times like I had three out of four of my children while I was building my Etsy shop. And for, I mean, with all of them, I took time, well, not the baby, but the middle two, I took, you know, a significant chunk of time off of, of the shop after I had them. And then I just came back afterwards. And again, I think that it's all about setting your own goals for your business and also then setting the priorities with how that works. Like nobody, you know, that's the beauty of running your own business is you could say, I'm going to take six months off and, you know, as long as you're okay with the long term implication of that, which is probably that your sales are going to be slow for a little while after you come back from vacation mode, that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that if that fits in with what you want. Right. I agree with that 100%. Actually, I bought the SEO Superstar course in September. And right around then, I found out that I was actually pregnant. And I was like, oh, shoot, what have I done? <laughs> I told my husband that I don't want to grow my business and then, you know, have to shut down. Like, it just feels like I did all this hard work for nothing. But he assured me, he's like, hey, it's fine. Like, once you have the baby, we can close the shop for a while. And then if you see that you still have time to work with two kids and you want to work with two kids, 
then you can get back into it. Unfortunately, I lost the baby several weeks later. So now I look back on that conversation. It's like, if I would have known the journey that I was going to go on for the next two months, I wouldn't have stressed out about it. But it just all comes back to you make the best decisions that you can this week and this month where I'm at in life anyways. That's how it is for me. Like I just do what I'm doing and knowing that we want to grow our family in a year from now, my Etsy shop might look completely different and that's okay. Yes, it totally is. And I think that like being okay, I mean, I remember having that feeling and I remember talking to a family member about it and saying, I feel like every time I get to the point where things are really rolling along and they're really growing, then there's Mm -hmm. like something that sets me back either for me, a lot of times it was the military moving us, you know, Mm -hmm. across the country or whatever, where it was like this big life change or a deployment or a baby or whatever, whatever it was, there was a lot of up in the air. I mean, that's kind of life, but (laughs) Like every time I hit this stride of feeling like I'm finally on track to do what I want to be doing, then something sets me back. But I mean, and it's easier to say this in retrospect, because I'm several years out from that. But like looking back, it's, it's all about those seasons of life and recognizing that, you know, maybe that time wasn't the right season, but then it did come eventually where I was like, okay, now my kids are in school, I've got all this time. I can really dive into this. Yeah, I I would agree with that. And oh, I had a thought I was going to say, and now I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really uh, sorry about the miscarriage too. I didn't say that like in the part that's a oh, that, that okay. will go live. But <laughs> it kind of has reminded me that yeah, just building my Etsy shop, what I want it to be, and as the seasons in life change, my Etsy shop may change, and I'm okay with that. Like this is. I feel like I keep talking about priorities a lot, but really that's what it is. Since my priority is family and my business comes in second, but it can be really hard because you work so hard to build up your business. And then the idea of like, oh, I might close my shop for six months and then reevaluate and see if I want to open back up. Those decisions are really hard, but that's the beauty of Etsy, I think, is that we can close our shops and we have the ability to say, you know what, I am going to close because I feel like this is what's best for me and for my family. And that's one thing that I really love about Etsy is that I can make it work for me. Yeah. And that is one thing that I like push so much is that the goal of building your own business and having this be a successful platform for you is not so that you become like completely tied to your computer and (laughs) you're just stuck like slogging away for hours on end in the middle of the night. The goal is for you to continue and always to be in charge of your business. Like you're not the victim of it. Yes. And that was a point that I was going to talk about previously when I forgot but I'm really passionate about my business working for me and for my family, not the other way around. And that's something that you have taught me and you have told me or shared across podcasts or the Facebook group. And it's something that has really resonated with me. And that's what I love about Etsy. And that's what I love about selling on Etsy is that I can make it work for me. And if I have my ducks where they need to be, it, it can be a really good thing for me. And I don't feel like I'm slaving away and I'm just tied to my computer. Or I'm constantly just working, working, working. Right. If I have things set up correctly, it'll work for me instead of me working for it. 
Totally. Well, now you have the tools to do that. And even if you do decide to take time off or, you know, like seasons change and things have to be different, you can confidently dive back in and know that you have what you need to move forward. Yes. And I agree with you. That's something that really eases my anxiety or fears of closing a shop potentially for a while for a season is because I feel like, hey, I've done this once, like surely I can do it again, right? (laughs) And I know that, you know, within Etsy, things may change or the algorithm may change or, you know, whatever, but it feels like, yeah, like you said, I have the tools and the resources to do it again and be successful. Awesome. Well, Liz, thank you so much for coming on here today. And can you tell everybody where they can find you, follow you, check out your stuff? Yeah, absolutely. My shop name is Liz's Wood Design. So you can find me on Etsy. You can also find me on Instagram at Liz's Wood Designs. I love interacting on there with people and meeting new people and yeah, seeing all of your stuff. So I'd love to connect there with you. Yeah. All right. Thank you again for coming today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. So there you have it. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this conversation with Liz and kind of getting the inspiration from her that your business really can work for you. You don't have to be overwhelmed by your business or you don't have to build a business beyond what you're wanting. You know, if you want to be able to have a business that stays part-time or build a business full-time or stay at home with your kids or have that flexibility, I am not all about telling people that they should grow a business as big as possible all the time. My big push is really that I want you to be able to grow a business that brings in a meaningful income for your family so that your business can be exactly what you want it to be. And you're allowed to set those goals and you're allowed to have those boundaries. And I absolutely hope that this conversation has helped you to see that in action and see somebody doing that and having success doing it. She has built a successful business that is bringing in those sales consistently at the level that she wants for now and feeling like she has the control over her business to grow it if she wants to, to take a step back if she has things come up in her life that necessitate her stepping back. She is the one in the driver's seat. Once again, the doors are open for Scale Your Sales, and I would love to see you inside of that program, to become a student, to join this tight-knit community of such supportive and um, encouraging sellers who are making this happen for themselves, who are not allowing their work life to take over their real life, and who are building the businesses that they dream about to have that meaningful income. ScaleYourEtsySales.com is where you can find all of the information about that, and I hope that I will see you inside there. So check it out, ScaleYourEtsySales.com. I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Bye.